The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Welcome back to our Rookie and the Vet podcast. We are here with a special edition, newest addition to our sports team here at News Channel 20 and Fox Illinois. Brielle Barry is joining us, and we have our brand new location today, but maybe not get used to it. We'll be back in our old podcast studio sooner or later, but nice studio, so we don't have to worry about our decorations falling off the wall, although I think we got that handled now. Yeah, we got a done. more permanent fix to the situation here. Uh, Brielle, tell us what brought you here to Central Illinois? Yeah, so I went to Temple University in Philadelphia um, from Pennsylvania, so I'm an East Coast girl. Um, was a TV or was a journalism major, sports media person in college and high school, and I knew I wanted to work in television. I love being in front of the camera. I love talking. Um, and I was someone that was willing to go anywhere in terms of my career, um, whereas a lot of people, I think, kind of confine themselves to certain parts of, you know, the country or whatever. And I was like, you know what, I want to push myself outside my comfort zone, kind of grow a lot as a person. Um, and that's ultimately how I ended up here. This was a really, really great starting market for me and I think will help me advance in my career. Awesome. Definitely. Talk to us a little about your upbringing. I know you mentioned you play basketball. When did you start that? How was that kind of process for you uh, just playing sports? Yeah, so I started playing basketball first grade. I did the skill builders camps at like my local elementary school um, and just kind of fell in love with it. I played soccer. I did gymnastics. I kind of did everything that, you know, a lot of kids do when entering youth sports, but my dad played basketball, kind of inspired me um, to keep playing. So I played from first through 12th grade. We had a really good um, girls basketball team in high school, won a lot of championships, um, set a bunch of school records for best record in school history. Um, and basketball, I think, really just kind of shaped me into the person I am. I think it's taught me not just a lot, like, in terms of the sport, but just in life, like, learning how to work with people um, and just working through challenges. Um, yeah. yeah. Is that what got you into kind of sports media, playing? Absolutely. Yeah, I knew. But, like, I didn't know that I wanted to be in sports broadcasting until high school. Um, which is kind of when I really started to find like myself and my passion because I knew that obviously working in sports was a possibility, but I never knew what the options were until I kind of dove headfirst in high school with my television program. Was it more because for me, I realized I can't play at a professional <laughs> level, but maybe I could broadcast mm -hmm. at a professional level. Was that like that for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm only 5'4", so I, <laughs> I knew that it wasn't um, really a possibility. Um, I had thought about playing in college. Um, I've had a couple teammates go Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, um, but I was always like the smallest person. I was the, strictly the shooter, um, which I'm sure we'll get into later. Yeah, of um, <laughs> but yeah, I knew that I love talking about the game. I love dissecting the game. Um, it's just one of my biggest passions. Like I could just talk about basketball and the analytics and everything. 
You fit in really well here, especially come basketball season when Fighting Illini basketball gets mm -hmm. underway because it is going to be an interesting season for them. Um, now, you said you grew up in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. big Philly sports fan. Talk to us about your favorite teams. So, yes, I'm a 5 for 5 um, Philly sports fan. So the Union, the Flyers, the Sixers, the Eagles, and the Phillies. Um, they break my heart. All of, of them, some point or another. Obviously, the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl this year. Yep, still everybody lost in the championship this year for Philly. Still a little bit. I know. Besides, besides Sixers, but and the Flyers, and the Flyers, the Flyers, the Flyers are, are a poverty franchise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the Sixers. They're. I would say the Sixers and the Eagles are like my top two teams that I follow the most. Um, I follow the Phillies like here and there, but I'm always going to root for Philadelphia teams. But. Yeah. Philadelphia sports, we're just in shambles. And, and what's funny, we're both Sixers fans. We are. Well, it's the whole weird that you're both. a Sixers fan. Well, that is random. Dante has the most random sports. <laughs> well, He's a Minnesota so, Vikings fan. So it's funny, my dad is a Vikings and Yankees fan. Okay. And so is well, he. Well, they'd get along great then. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. But for me, the, Syrac or the Philadelphia 76ers were originally back in the 60s, the Syracuse Nationals. Mm -hmm. One and a, maybe two championships. I'm just a, I was just a history buff kind of with sports growing yeah. up. So that's how I got into it. And then, it. yeah, he does have a reason behind his Viking fandom. It, it's only a name. It's right. Not, it's not a special. Wait, what it's is the reason? reason. I don't know Dante you... Culpepper. Just oh. because nobody in sports names Dante besides Dante DiVincenzo. Well, War, he Golden spells State it with Warrior. an O, though. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. He does. That yeah. very Italian, yeah. DiVincenzo. Yeah, but he, well, he was a Villanova guy. He was a Villanova mm -hmm. guy. But there's not many Dantes. So see, hearing that, when I grew up, it was like, <laughs> I can relate. That's my team. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Because the Warriors had a decent draft last night. Yes. It's been an interesting offseason. And they just picked up Chris Paul, too. They did just uh -huh. pick up Chris Paul. Future Hall of Famer. I have my thoughts on that. All right, let's, let's hear him. Chris Paul's like 1,000 years old. Yeah. He's 38. He can't win the big games. He can't. That's true. And I, I just don't, I don't understand the signing. They didn't need another point guard. Right. In my opinion. Um, which a huge contract. That's right. for a 38-year-old declining player. And yeah. no, like, yeah. I'm not, like, dissing him or anything. Like, I think Chris Paul is, like, a good player, but I just don't think he fits the scheme of the Warriors. But with him being signed, that makes me think a lot of people I are. think Draymond's on his way up. But, but I also wonder if... Yeah. Uh, moving pool in that deal yes. helps to free up space to still bring I think back Draymond. Because pool had a really big contract yeah, but, after having one good season. But we talked yeah. about Draymond loves LeBron, <laughs> and I, sooner or later he's going to join them, and I think it could be this offseason. I know. Whether it's in L.A. or somewhere else, because, I mean, that's Do you rumor. see LeBron leaving? No. Okay, I don't I see him. I do. I, I just don't really? know. He's chasing rings. Well, He's going to go wherever yeah, the next but big super I just team don't, is. I just don't see a team that fits what he wants. I, right. I, I like the Mavericks for him. Okay, well. For both of them. <sighs> I'm surprised he's not jumping over to Denver. In all they, they wouldn't he have, might. They wouldn't have the cap space for that unless they moved one of their I, – I, I, I think at this point in the career, LeBron's just trying to get to the point where he can play with his son. I don't necessarily think he's ring chasing, but I think he's just – trying to get to that year we could play with the son and then retire yeah I mean, that's which if makes his me think he's makes the yeah. nba well that's the other thing too we have no idea what brawny exactly and, and if he plays two years in college you don't know that's the other thing is he going to play one year two years yeah. i mean i don't see him staying four years yeah. but i see him staying i mean two max. and he's joining a pretty talented usc team i see some of those pretty guys good. getting picked 
mm-hmm. well before yeah. Bronny gets drafted to the NBA. But it's like, will he get drafted because of who his dad Exactly. Is? That's and that's thing. the big thing I is. Think, I think Bronny's good. I think I think it will. I think he'll get ho- picked higher, but it's not necessarily because who his dad is. It's mainly because it's a two-for-one package. Yeah. Which is technically still who his dad is. Correct. But it's not like. But then do you have the money for that two-for-one package as well? That's also true. Plus with whoever you already have on Mm -hmm. your roster. Is it even – because at that point, LeBron's going to be 40, 41. He's 38, right? Yeah. But then again, Brady was still very dominant until 45. But that's (laughs) – Brady's sitting in the pocket with protection. He's not, you know, putting his body on the line Mm -hmm. and as much as what basketball is demanding from you. Brady's not jumping up. You know, dunking basketballs yeah. and landing on his forty-three-year-old well, yeah. knees. And when Tom Brady gets hit, they call. Um, right. Oh, every time. Someone breathes on Tom Brady, and it's a flag. Oh, it's like an automatic ejection. Fair. So. All right, back to Bria. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to us about a little about Temple. Some of the things you did there with TV. I believe you hosted one of their shows, right? Or you were anchored. Talk yes. to us a little about that. Yeah. So when I got to Temple, I knew I wanted to do media and television, and I knew that Temple had one of the best television programs in the country. Very, very underrated. I think a lot of schools get put ahead of Temple, but Temple produces. I mean, Kevin Gandhi went to Temple, and look at him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of friends. And shout out Tommy Sladek, he went to Temple as well. <laughs> my guy, it's Sinclair Station in Syracuse. I yeah, just that's that one out. I text my professor yeah. about. Yeah, Tommy Sladek's the man. Yes. Um, no, I got sidetracked. <laughs> um, so I joined um, Al Sports Update, which is like Temple's student-run television program, and it does run um, on a local television um, station in the city of Philadelphia. And we actually just partnered with um, one of the top news stations in Philadelphia, so our stuff airs on their app, which I thought was really okay. Cool. Um, got involved freshman year. So freshman year is when COVID hit. So I joined in January, and two months later I was sent home. Um, so it was like, what What am I doing? I'm all virtual. Like, how can I to do TV virtually? So I also joined the radio station. Um, I did a lot of play-by-play announcing um, for men's basketball. I did pre-half and post-game, um, which is kind of where I loved, fell in love with like the analytics and just really discussing the game of basketball. And then I started anchoring full-time um in september of this past year so what was that nine months ago or something um but i had been reporting for them since freshman year um and i think temple's just really prepared me for every scenario i mean we were talking earlier like a lot of schools yeah you can throw a kid in front of the camera and they can read highlights but can you tell a story can you do a package can you do interviews like Mm. can you conduct yourself well right which i feel like temple really really helped me with that and put me in that real world scenario that i'm experiencing now Mm -hmm. and that's what i think makes sports a little bit more versatile Mm -hmm. than news because you have your news reporters you have news anchors they're Mm -hmm. doing two different jobs where you guys are both doing all that you guys are out in the field shooting those highlights interviewing the players interviewing the coaches and then coming back putting it all together, presenting it in the studio. Mm-hmm. And so a little bit of a kind of a hybrid thing. Yeah. But I will say I kind of miss getting out in the field a little bit. I'm a little more stuck inside because I do the weather now. Um, but definitely just kind of shows your guys, you know, versatility, Swiss Army knives of kind of the industry. Yeah, I like it. We can do it all. Yeah. Do you like anchoring or, or reporting more? Which one do you kind of <sighs> prefer? I mean, it ends up being all in one, yes. I think. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. It honestly depends on the situation. Like, I love reporting in the sense of, like, going out and, like, covering a story. But I also just love being in front of the camera and just, like, talking. But then I like talking about the story that I did. So I think, I I know you want an answer, but, like, I like like both of them. Yeah, I understand. But I think eventually I want to get to the point where I'm solely anchoring. 
sir. So yeah. with Temple, with when you guys did games, did they ever let you? Did they ever hook up with ESPN? I, I, obviously, the games are broadcasted yes. on there. But did were students able to do play-by-play -play and everything for that? For ESPN I know a lot of schools Plus, do that, especially at a level like Temple. So. I took Mark, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Mark Zumoff, play-by-play -play, mm -hmm. um, announcer. I'm not. For the 70, well, former play-by-play yep. -play announcer for the 76ers. Um, great guy. He was my professor, and I took his play-by-play -play announcing course. And he kind of, like, linked up with ESPN Plus to where we were able to do broadcasts. So I was able um, to do a men's basketball. Actually, no, it was a women's basketball game, um, ESPN Plus broadcast. So we had, we had like, those options. Um, and also we have not necessarily a partnership with Lafayette, but my All Sports Update professor um, is really close with Lafayette Athletics. And so we were able to go and do ESPN Plus sideline reporting for that if that was, mm -hmm. you know, something that we were interested in. And a big thing you were able to do, you were able to go down to the conference tournament, correct? I was. How fun was that? Because I know was, I was able to cover the Big Ten tournament this year. And it yeah. It was an awesome experience. Talk to me a little about that. Yeah, so I got to cover the American Athletic Conference men's basketball tournament um, back in, I think that was March. Feels like forever ago. Um, so I was actually the only woman that was sent down. It was me, and I think it was eight guys from Temple. So I was like, okay, well, I'm a little outnumbered here. Um, but I did some play-by-play -play announcing for men's basketball. Temple, of course, lost in the first mm -hmm. round to Cincinnati. It was I think they lost by 40 or 50 points. Like, it wasn't even a close game. But just getting to, I just felt like a true professional in that environment, which I feel like is where I thrive the most. I got to meet so many amazing people. I actually met this old, he was probably like 85 years old, and he came up to me like um, during halftime. He's like, excuse me, miss, like, what are you, like, you know, what are you doing here? Um, and I was just telling him, you know, I'm doing play-by-play -play announcing. I want to work on television. Um, I think this was actually like right when I signed my contract, um, so I think I told him I had just accepted a position mm -hmm. in Springfield, and he was just like, I'm so excited, like, I'm going to see your face on ESPN one day, and it was just like, I don't know, just getting to meet people that not only work there, but just are spectators and, you know, enjoying the games is just something that really means a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the coolest things when I go to, like, Big Ten tournaments and bowl games, just kind of seeing... Mm -hmm those figures you may have saw, like seen growing up on yeah. ESPN, everything, mm -hmm. just like up close and personal. It's just yeah. a cool experience to be there. It I mean, is. Not many people get to go to those big conference tournaments, right. just in terms of being a fan. Yeah. But to being, being able to be like in the locker rooms or wherever, <laughs> talking to the players, it's a, it's And especially a experience. like as a woman, um, obviously I'm a woman in this industry. And in my entire section, um, there I was the only woman there. <clears throat> and I'm a college student too, so I'm like, I'm like on the young end for even being here. Um, so just kind of, because when I was younger, I didn't see many women in my position. I mean, obviously there was a handful, um, but I just wasn't always seeing them. So just being that person that another young girl can be like, okay, like if she can do it, I can do it. I just want to be that for someone. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody you kind of look up to in any way? Um, Anyone like Hannah Storm on ESPN? Or? I love, like right now, there's a lot of women that I look up to. Um, I love Malika Andrews, Kendra Andrews, Kate Scott, um, Ashley Brewer. My friend, my best friend Alexa Ross is a reporter in Indianapolis. So just having people that, you know, look like me is just something that means the world to me. And they've been in basically every scenario, if not more than I've been in when it comes to, you know, dealing with men in the industry and just having like-minded people and have been through those same experiences just like pushes me to move forward. And it makes me feel not alone because a lot of times you can feel alone when you go through certain situations. So having people I can, you know, talk to just is everything. Mm -hmm. If you could pick one sport, not basketball, (laughs) that you would cover, say, you know, ultimately become your career, what would your other sport be? Football. Okay. Definitely football. College or professional? Professional. Okay. Yes. It's a perfect place to kind of get, dip your feet in the water with Illinois football. Because, I mean, it's Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's some competitive games. We're talking about Penn State's coming Mm -hmm. here. In September, I'm so excited for that. it's gonna be some big games. Big, yeah. big Ten football is crazy. Getting Nebraska's that experience. coming here. Yep. And the thing is, like, I'm used to. We were talking about this earlier. Like, I'm used to American Athletic Conference football, where Temple had like four fans at the games. Sure. And when I'm covering it, I'm like, there's no one here. Like, it's just the atmosphere isn't there. And so, like, getting to experience this, I'm like, this is gonna be night and day compared mm-hmm. to what I'm used to. Yeah, and I mean, football might be the answer. What's one of the things you're most looking forward to? Here? Being able to cover here or like you name it, just being in this area and in, in a new job and new location. In the yeah. Country. Well, the thing is, there's like a thousand high schools that I get to cover. So I'm really excited about that because, I mean, Springfield, especially like local high school sports is everything to everything. people that live You'll there. You'll learn so, that. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, we've talked about it already. Like I need to really harp on things that are happening in Springfield. But I think also just having University of Illinois at Springfield is really convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to talk to the former baseball coach yesterday, um, which was really cool. And I know Alessandra had told me that you know they have a good basketball team. And just being in close proximity to University of Illinois, I mean, where they're dominant in a handful of sports is something mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things to look forward to, and yeah. next weekend uh, we'll be at the Memorial Championship PGA event, <clears throat> which will be awesome. Great one, like first experiences. Yeah. I haven't been a part. I haven't oh, done because I wasn't here last year at that oh, time. Yeah. So I'm excited. Just I'm some really good excited. golf. I texted my fans. my uncle and my grandpa because they golf all the time, and my uncle's like, "Oh my gosh, so many like amazing golfers come through there." So that'll be. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm and golf is something that I really want to learn about. I think I was telling you this. I was talking to my parents. Like golf is a sport that I think not many women cover. Um, so I think learning this, learning about the sport, will kind of give me you know an advantage moving forward, and maybe. Maybe golf is something that I want to cover mm-hmm. moving forward. Yeah, and we're expecting Adrian Dumont, Dave mm-hmm. Chassard to be in there. I know the field's coming out. Um, I'm excited. Have an Illinois guy. Yeah. You no know, come in. Yeah, a little Any other tie? big names that are notable coming through? I don't know. I know I don't think Tommy Cools 
going to be there. Okay. Um, but I believe that guy who just won national championship for Florida, he's going to be there. Okay. I know, like, big names since it's Corn Ferry in sure. terms of ones you'll know. But there will be names that you'll know down the road mm -hmm. playing it. in PGA events. I mean, Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open last week. Yeah. He was a big uh, Corn Ferry tour, was he? tour guy. Yep. Okay. And because I was talking to one of the directors yesterday, and he was mentioning that that it's a lot of a lot of big guys mm -hmm. that have a come through the Corn Ferry tour after college. They get their card. Yeah. And then go over to the PGA Tour. Mm. It's good golf in Springfield. Yeah. Yeah. Good golf. Yeah. It's right near me, too. It's like mm -hmm. a 15-minute drive. And this isn't the same course that Cool had to disqualify himself from, is it? I don't I think that was Atkins. Okay. Out in Springfield. Got it. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was an Illinois, University of Illinois-based course. I forget. I, I don't believe it was this one. Okay. I don't believe it was Panther Creek. Um, they didn't hold, hold the U.S. Open Finals. Or U.S. Open qualifiers Got it. Um, to get in. That was an interesting story. I don't know if you saw that. So Tommy Cool broke a course record in mm -hmm. a qualifying for the U.S. Open. He's a golfer at Illinois, and thought he was repairing divots, mm -hmm. but he was repairing aeration marks in the greens. Yep, in the greens. And it turns out he was telling somebody about this and mm -hmm. he was saying like, "Hey, yeah, like what about all these divots?" And like mm -hmm. I was repairing them and. Uh, his teammate ended up telling him, like, no, those are aeration marks, and apparently it is against the rules to repair those. Mm -hmm. So he had to then go, after shooting a course record and qualifying, <laughs> he then had to go to an official and say, I did this, and you have to take my name out of oh, contention. No. Well, that's awful. After breaking a course record. Oh, no, absolutely He's a good not. kid. He didn't know. And I talked to him a couple of days after. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I felt bad. I didn't know. I wish it could have gone any other way, but I'm happy with the outcome and that I didn't kind of go in there and not Dang, tell anybody. That stinks. Yeah, but you never. But know. It speaks to his character. He's won like sportsman, sportsman Seems of the just year like an for the last good couple of years. Then. Really yeah. good golfer. Really good golfer. I mean, he it was. They ended up going to nationals. That Illinois team, and he was huge reason for that. Him and Dejus uh, Dejusard. But Illinois gotta find a way to shorten that guy's name uh, or <laughs> some sort of a nickname for I, him. I, I think some people call him ADDC. That's think. better. Because I remember when I was talking ADDC. to the directors out at the Memorial Championship, they kept calling him ADDC. Oh, maybe that's like Adrian an inside Dumont thing. De yeah, yeah, that makes ADDC. sense. That works. Yeah. Yeah, it works. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so I guess some other things. Uh, we, you talked about it a little bit in terms of maybe ending up in football. What are your end goals? Like, oh, gosh. I hate to go <laughs> huge picture down the line, but. What are some of the things you want? Do you plan on being on TV forever? Uh, tough question, but like, uh, what, what do you want to do? I have so many dreams and aspirations. Um, so one thing I want to do is I want to be a coach um, at the professional level in basketball, whether it's NBA, WNBA, I mean, even collegiate basketball would be incredible. My high school coach always told me I had a really high basketball IQ, so I still carry that with me. And I just feel like, this might sound corny, but I just can like always predict what's going to happen next. I just see the game in a different way than I think a lot of people do. I'm not like trying to brag, like that's just like, genuine honesty. Like things happen and I'm like, okay, I just thought that was going to happen. So being a coach is a dream. Um, I've always been interested in like the sport, like the sport agent side of things. Um, I know a lot of times they say, you know, like a law degree and everything like that. So I'm, I'm definitely not going back to school, but yeah. being yeah. a sports agent, I think would be a really, really cool job. Um, I don't plan on being on television forever. There's a lot of things I want to try in sports media, producing, social media, digital content. I mean, there's just 
the opportunities are endless when it comes to working in sports and I don't want to feel like I'm limiting myself to just one thing. I mean, I like to think I'm good at TV, um, but I mean, there's a lot of other things that I could be at as well, be good at as well if I, you know, dive into those fields. Definitely. Tell you, is there anything while we have around the hot seat? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think we pretty much covered everything that we had, mm -hmm. even things I've just kind of coming off the cuff here. Um, anything you want to add to the viewers? Let them know, you know, what they can expect from you during your time here. Or? Well, I do have a miniature golden doodle named Curry. Curry, yep. Yes. Talk about that. Named after my favorite basketball player, Steph Curry. Um, oh, I thought it was Seth. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Former Sixer, though. Hopefully coming back. That's a sensitive subject. He's a free agent this summer. Is he? He is. I it's was really upset when they back. let him go. Yeah, traded him with Simmons. He's also married to Doc Rivers' daughter. Yeah, Callie. That's messed up. It's but, like everything's like intertwined. But we're, every, the whole Curry family is somehow all around the NBA. No, they are. Because Damian Lee's a Curry now. Yes, because he's married, he's to, married to... It's like a whole... Never I think it's Seidel is her name. And then you have like Doc Rivers' daughter... I think she's, she's married to somebody in the NBA. So it's just like this whole family tree that well, just keeps on growing. Cameron Brink, she plays um, Stanford women's basketball. I'm pretty sure Steph is mm -hmm. her godfather. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, I'm yeah. like, so everyone. So family tree just keeps going and going. I know, going. it's like never ending. But Curry, um, the dog. Yes. So Steph Curry is my favorite player of all time. I'm not a bandwagon fan. I've been watching him since he came into the league. But I rescued my Curry um, a couple months ago. He, him and seven of his siblings didn't sell at a puppy mill. So they took him to a rescue and I rescued him and he's the best person, not the best person, the best dog ever. Mm -hmm. um, but I just love him so much. I was watching him on my camera earlier. There you yeah. go. Tough to be away, I'm sure. It is. But you got to yeah. do, do But exactly. I did want to mention with the Warriors, Brandon, I, I can never pronounce his last name, Pazimski. Just drafted the Warriors, former Illinois player. Oh, that's player. right. Mm -hmm. I made that about jump, that. Made that jump to Santa Clara. Just boom. And he'll be a great addition for the Warriors. Whatever the Warriors. So many guards like. that they have right now. I know. But I think, I I heard that Dante DiVincenzo is gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's probably gone. I'm sad. You can go play, but get a big role somewhere else. The thing with DiVincenzo is, like, he was really good in the first half of the season, and then he really started to decline. Mm -hmm. I mean, his minutes also did start to decline in the playoffs, but it was because he wasn't performing well when he was yeah. on the court. And I, I like Dante DiVincenzo. I mean, Villanova. Villanova. I'm not the biggest Villanova fan. I think they're a wannabe Philly school, and they're just not Philly. They're on the main line. Yeah. They're rich. They win championships. They do win championships. Unlike anybody else in Philly. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we'll see. The, I think the Warriors are going to look a lot different next year. I'm not concerned about Steph. He's not slowing down. He's. Mm. I literally, I'm convinced he's getting better. Where, where, I gotta ask, where's the best place in Philly to get cheesesteak? Okay, so... Because I know... I'm trying to think where I used to get mine from. Um, I don't think it was Pat's. Da was it D'Alessandro's? I think it was D'Alessandro's. I've had a couple places in Philly to get like, cheesesteaks. Pat's and Gino's are like... Gino's is what I like. The tourist. That, that's well, yeah. like tourist. Obviously, yeah. Like, the, I know some people that are like, I won't step foot in there. I'm not like anti them, but... I think you can get a better one. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, like, I've been I've been I've been at Gino's a couple times. Mm -hmm. I like Gino. Yeah. But uh, sometimes those big like you said, the big tourist ones are never the best yeah, ones. Yeah, they they just I don't know. I feel like they're just they don't they don't hit the same as mm -hmm. like if you go to like a more like authentic like there's even some places like on the like on the outside of like city lines and everything that you can get a better one. Mm -hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. I know Darren will probably disagree with me, but with pizza here. 
The deep dish, obviously iconic, Chicago, mm -hmm. kind of like the Philly cheesesteak, but New York pizza is better. New I just like, it's too thick. It's two me. different, you know, beasts of themselves. I know. If there was a New York deep dish, then I'd say, yeah, Chicago over <laughs> well, New York obviously. deep dish. But, I mean, I like those giant slices where you fold yeah. them in half. Like, See, there's nothing so wrong with greasy. that. That's what you got to do. I haven't found a good pizza place here yet. I like, I, I feel like, like you won't. <laughs> I don't I never looked around. We got to go up to Chicago if we're going to get you some good pizza. I do want to go to Chicago. Yeah. So. Just this weekend at a Cubs game. Yeah. Check me out. I can't shout it out because it's not our. <laughs> I was going to say I was on the broadcast, but it's not our broadcast. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. But that was cool. Wrigley's nice. Yeah. You've been at Wrigley, right? Yep. yep. Obviously. I mean, I want to hit White Sox sooner or later. Yeah, we'll, get... we'll have to go up there. Yeah, we'll get there. I got to hit all the ones right here this summer. There's so many with going over Brewers. Cardinals is Cardinals. a good time. Have you been to Cardinals? Game? I have not. So I think my parents are trying to come out um, for the Phillies or at the Cardinals in a couple months. So there you go. Yankees, I think, are coming to White Sox. Or oh, are they? Soon? I believe we looked at it. it was like August or something. Yeah, that's. I think that's the date. Because yeah. we just went and took the series from mm -hmm. Yankees when all that smoke was coming yep. through New York, and we had to let you guys uh, have Game Three. Yeah. So <laughs> we felt bad. But yeah, I mean. I gotta hit St. Louis. It's it's my big bucket list. I have a scratcher with all the stadiums. Okay. Gotta gotta hit them all out. Yeah. But yeah, I think right. that'll do it. Cool. Here on and, uh, the bat. Yeah. Follow Brielle on Facebook, Twitter. If you have story suggestions, story ideas, just want to chat about sports, you can reach out to her on the social medias as well. Do you know your social media is on top of your head? My Twitter is at Brielle Berry TV. So B R I E L L E B E R R Y T V. Well, there you go. That'll yeah. do it here on Rookie in the Vet. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Podcast, Google Podcast, really wherever you find your podcast. Um, Next make, week, I think we're talking football again. We got uh, yeah, some we're getting close. Fresh Bielema sound that yep. we're going to be airing. So. We were just driving by the uh, stadium. Well, we went in the stadium, mm -hmm. but on the outside, we were driving around. We saw some recruits going around. Yeah. Cool. They were driving. I think I saw a quarterback. He's doing a lot of work right now. Yeah. So I think for the most part, this is all next year, the 2024 class, yeah. okay. because I think, assume it's too late. For and they've also well, got he, that camp going on right now with yeah, the high school players. Yeah, well, he said in the interview yesterday when I was listening to it, he said basically they're tying up a few loose ends in terms of roster. Mm -hmm. um, I think he said he has most of the roster solidified, oh, but you know, tying up a few loose ends. And then figuring out who's not going to play and get redshirted. Yeah. That's something they'll... Probably I'll go into the preseason, mm -hmm. and then once they get start the season, they'll start to yeah. weed out those red shirts. But yeah. we'll cover that next week. I am, I'm excited for Illinois football to be back soon. What is it, June? To the middle of June? It's coming it's up. Like June it's nearing 23rd the end of third. Yeah, nearing the end of June. We got a week left in June, so yeah, that's crazy. They're gonna be starting up. They and are. after the soon. fourth hits, it's like summer flies by. Yeah, yeah, that's a great thing. But yeah, that'll do it on Working the Bet. Like I said, make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Thank you to Brielle for joining us. Uh, Dante Furco, the rookie. Darren, Darren leads the bet. Yeah, and we'll see you next time.